I just think right now, women, especially in business, this is the year of women. I just know that. Life begins at 150 grand a year. Life gets better at 250, and life gets real good at 500. Nobody can tell me differently on it. When you start teaching something, I feel like that's when you start to master the actual art of it. You and I, when we publish a book, we can go toe-to-toe with any of the New York trade publishers, any of the big-time authors. We get to compete in that marketplace and then let the market decide whether our stuff is good. People forget sometimes as an entrepreneur, the whole damn point of entrepreneurship is to make money. And now here is The Win with your hostess, serial entrepreneur, marketeer, and chief sexy boss. Heather Havenwood. Have you ever wanted to stop swapping your time for money? Ever wanted to leverage your expertise by selling your knowledge to hundreds of people? I call that smart. And now you can easily and effortlessly, without a web guy, create memberships, online courses, coaching programs. Go to heatherhavenwood.com forward slash thinkific. Start making money off what you know today. Go to heatherhavenwood.com forward slash thinkific. Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Win with Heather Havenwood. My job is to bring you amazing people to help you and your business and small businesses anywhere in the country and the world. And with that said, I just want to take a minute and actually shout out to our sponsors and Thinkific, Greg Smith. I just interviewed him and you can check out that interview at heatherhavenwood.com. And Thinkific is about helping you as small business take your information and knowledge and make money from it. So check out heatherhavenwood.com forward slash Thinkific for that. Thank you for our sponsor. All right. So today, um, it's going to be talking about something that don't worry, don't turn off the dial here, as I call it. We're going to be talking about taxes. Woo woo. So taxes are a fun thing and I hate them, um, with all passion. And I'm, I'm, I'm in conversation, I think monthly with the IRS. I send them, I send them money all the time and I really don't like them. I don't like who they are. They remind me of the, the evil people in the, in the, in the black suits and the, the guns and all that kind of crazy stuff. I don't like the IRS. So today we're going to be talking to somebody who actually deals with the IRS or deals with the tax code for you because, you know, it's only two pages long, right? So I'm introducing you to Diane Gardner. Diane, are you there? I'm here, Heather. Thank you for having me on your program today. This is going to be great. So as you know, the IRS tax code is only two pages long. So I'm sure you've read all two pages, right? You bet. Got it totally memorized. Right. (laughs) Yeah, it's... um. It's a doozy. I have to ask this question. Are, have you ever read the tax code like from like the actual, it's like a Bible, right? Like how many pages is it? Have you actually read it from ear to ear? Absolutely not. Absolutely not, right? <laughs> it's ongoing, never ending conversation. Okay. So who is, who are you talking to today? We're talking to Diane Gardner and she is your tax coach. Is a certified tax coach, Quilly Award recipient and best selling author whose proactive planning approach gives clients a leg up on Uncle Sam and helps them dodge the tax bullet. Diane saves small business clients between 5000 and 50000 in as little as 60 minutes. Well, I'm going to put you to that to this little test there, Miss Gardner, because, you know, I've got my tax person recently put me into a sole proprietorship, which I told her not to. And now I've got this big old fat tax bill in 2016, 2015, at $5,000. So I want to hear from you, you know, kind of what you do first. We don't know what a Quilly Award is either. Either if you can help us out, that'd be great. But what what does that mean? A certified tax code? What's the difference between that and a CPA? Well, Heather, um, lots of different types of accountants and tax preparers and even financial planners can become a certified tax coach. 
So you don't have to be a CPA or an EA or anything like that in particular. A certified tax coach is somebody who has had some extensive training in how to utilize the various tax strategies or tax saving strategies mm -hmm. that is buried within that tax code. You know, there's an awful lot of deductions and things like that that's available to a small business owner, but most of them aren't aware that they can take advantage of these various strategies because nobody has told them that these things are available. And that is the title of one of my books is Why Didn't My CPA Tell Me That? Because they'll just, they're busy operating their business and they bring their information into their tax preparer. The tax preparer gets the right numbers in the, on the right lines on the right form and gets it filed on time and they're done and they're off to somebody else. And you still don't know anything more than you knew when you brought it all in. Right. So a certified tax coach, we like to work with our clients and help coach them to a lower tax liability. So we're not just recording the history that your traditional accountant tax preparer is doing. We're actually helping you write the future by utilizing various tax strategies that work year after year after year after year. And we don't have to tell you, oh, by the way, run out and buy a piece of equipment or run out and buy a car on December 31st because you need a deduction. Right. We're setting you up for success throughout the course of the year. So how do you so do that backwards, though? I mean, how do you do it backwards? So like for me, I think I was set up structurally wrong, right? From a tax perspective, not my, my lawyer did it correctly. But my when I, I figured if I set everything up with the lawyer correctly, I handed it over to the tax person. I had no idea she was setting me up as a sole proprietor from a tax level from my LLC. So how do you, I mean, do you help them when I call go backwards in time? Can you do that? Is that something you help you your bet. clients do? Yes. Yes. Most okay. definitely. Uh, generally, I like to get a copy of their last two years tax returns. And then from there, I do what's called a little tax analysis, just a quick, easy little, can I see some mistakes or missed opportunities? And a lot mm -hmm. of times an entity type is one of those. Then I hop on the either phone or Skype with somebody and we'll spend about 30 to 45 minutes talking over what have I seen on that tax return? What types of areas are they potentially overpaying? And then if we have significant tax savings or enough tax savings to make it cost effective, then we'll move forward into putting together a customized tax plan for somebody. And then there's ongoing coaching that goes along with that. So that so they, let me ask you a question on your philosophy. Is your philosophy because and this is and you know I I kind of have this assumption about tax people, right? I have this assumption of tax people that they actually don't like their clients paying the IRS. I've always had this assumption, right? Which I've realized as my in my older age that I am incorrect. Just like I have the assumption that a salesperson actually wants to make sales and make money. Well, right? You're a salesperson, you make want to make money, right? <laughs> right. We assume these things. So my question to you, is your philosophy like a win when you're like, yay, you didn't pay IRS. Woo. Like, is it, does that like, do you like get excited about that? Or are you I, one of those like, we got to play it really safe. Let's give them all the money possible. No, no. As a tax coach, my total philosophy is legally using court tested IRS approved strategies to save my clients money. And to date, I am almost at 900000 It's like $890,000 in savings for my clients, hoping to, to top that $1 million mark here pretty soon and continue going from there. It's getting exciting as those numbers are starting to grow. Okay, so I'm going to play devil's advocate, right? So critics would say, well, you're taking that money away from the United States of America and our people. I'm just, you know, 
I don't believe that. But I'm just curious. Do you, I mean, if you've ever had anyone like, you know, one of your neighbors, like, how dare you say that? That's, that's $900,000 that us Americans could use it for Air Force One plane that's going to be bought for, for $4 billion. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, I mean, what's your philosophy to somebody who says that to you? Well, fortunately, no one has ever said okay. that to me because I work with small business owners. <laughs> right, right. And, we, uh... and they're always excited. Wow, we saved $5,000 this year or $35,000 this year or 46000 or whatever it happens to be. They're excited about it. I've got clients who have done something as great as purchased a commercial building with their tax savings and are basically pay- making those payments, I say courtesy of the IRS, because of sending Instead of sending the big estimated payments that they used to make, they're sending a smaller estimated payment and taking the difference and paying off their building. Got another client's been able to build a custom home. It's been his dream for years. He was in the wrong entity type and he was way overpaying his taxes because he was doing his own tax return. And so we've been able to save him significant amounts of money. So those are are win-wins when we're able to do that and just watch those taxes, tax savings grow year after year after year for our clientele. So what's the number one biggest fupa mistake that we as small business owners do that you've seen? Undoubtedly, it's failing to plan because they get so busy running your business, mm-hmm. doing all the stuff that it takes to keep that business chugging along and, and meeting your goals and that type of stuff that you're not even thinking about the tax side of things. And then all of a sudden it's tax time. You may or may not have made your estimated payments. And then you get the the big, here's how much you owe conversation Mm -hmm. that just totally bums you out. And so then you go back to work because you're going to raise some money to pay for that tax. And the cycle just keeps repeating year after year after year. But when we can sit down and plan and actually plan your way to a lower tax liability, then at tax time, it's exciting because it's like, how much did we save this year instead of how much do we owe? Yeah, I mean, like so, I was just talking to you about off air, right? It, which is basically, I'm a sole, I was supposed to be a sole proprietor, but I was. And technically, based on the expenses versus revenue, quote unquote, is like even, right? With all the expenses, everything that's happening. And I get this tax bill and I'm like, what do you mean I owe them 4000 That's like impossible, right? 4000 of what? For, like, you know, I don't think we made a profit when you take everything into consideration. And $4,000 a couple of years ago. And, you know, they're like, well, you blah, blah, blah. And it was interesting because I'm sitting here talking to my CPA at the time that I'm paying, like I'm paying her. That's how I'm paying you. Right? That's, that's my view. And I'm like, but why are you doing this? And she was like so annoyed with me that I'm asking these questions. Like, this is my deal. If you don't like it, then get somebody else. Now, of course, she's saying this on like April 14th. You know, Right. She's totally stressed out. Her right. niceness has left. Oh, it's totally gone. <laughs> yeah. And she's saying this April 14th. And I'm like, what? And so then I, you know, whatever. And then I do the next couple months. And I'm thinking, okay, well, let's talk about planning. And she doesn't do any planning. And so I recently have fired her. Be the boss of your life. You're listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood. Our whole world revolves around our smartphones now. You know they say we look at our phones on an average of 150 times a day or more. Look, if you're a small business and want to grow, you need to reach people where they're looking the most. They're smartphones. So text the word START to 72000 now to learn more from our friends at Mobit or go to heatherhavenwood.com forward slash Mobit. Again, text the word START to 72000 now. Be the boss of your life. You're listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood. 
it sounds great. Sounds great. All about the conversation with, you know, I see you did a business with um, a book with Dan Kennedy, who I love. Surround yourself with amazing people and surround yourself with people that know what they're doing so you can delegate and focus on your business. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Sounds great, right? But I've been in business for years and I'm like, I'm my fifth CPA. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I'm always looking for, so, and it feels like it's one of those weird things, CPA specifically, like lawyers. It is. They, they, they look like they're cool, right? They look geeky enough, all right? Big glasses, on, you know, right? <laughs> they they're, they're go to their office, there's paper everywhere. Like, okay, yeah, this is, this is right, right? And then like, then you get into what I call into bed with them or work with them. And you're like, what? Why do I have to pay the IRS $4,000 and your bill? What? You know, so right. it's kind of like, I thought we were on the same page here. You know, and it's one of those few jobs vendors where you can't see their work. Because it's not like you can go to their clients. Like they can give you a client roster. Like, yeah, go to my clients. You know what I mean? And go ask them how much I saved with them. It's, I think, unusual, like a lawyer. It's like, how do you know when you're getting a good tax coach or CPA? Like, what is that? The difference? How do we know? How can small businesses know between are guys good or not? Well, in my my book, Stop Overpaying Your Taxes, in chapter three, we have a chapter called Why Selecting the Right Tax Professional for Your Business is Like Dating. Mm. And using that same correlation, you're like, you kind of meet for coffee and then maybe you go out to dinner and then maybe you'll, you'll go to a movie or something. You work your way up gradually till you find out, is this person that's going to help you run your business and help you become more successful in your business? Do they have the same mindset as you? If you're very entrepreneurial, are they entrepreneurial? Most accountants aren't. Are they looking for ways to help you grow your business? Are they looking for ways to save you tax? And most accountants aren't. Most of them are very quiet and conservative, and they're great at reporting that history again. So it's really, really important. And we also give that chapter away as a little freebie out on my website because it's such a popular one. Because people are so curious, how do I find one that fits with me? How do I find one that's got the same ideas and goals and stuff that I have as a business owner? So that's an interesting important point. You said that you're right. Most CPAs, my experience has been that they're not entrepreneurial. Now, I would assume I don't want my CPA to be entrepreneurial, but I'm hearing that that's maybe I'm wrong in that view. Those who are a little more entrepreneurial will be looking ahead for things for you. They'll be giving you little tips on, might even be a marketing tip or, hey, I heard this really cool podcast. You ought to go listen to it. Or I saw this, whatever, and they'll share it out with you where your more traditional CPAs don't do that type of stuff because Mm. they're just involved in what I need to do today, staying behind the scenes, just getting the work done for their client. Right, just get the work done and not necessarily look at, am I really... That was one thing when I when I would start to question my last two CPAs. I'm like, well, how did you get to this number? How did that work? It's like they got annoyed because I was asking because I'm I'm over here going. I feel like I know a little bit about like I know enough to be really dangerous that I know <laughs> that I could do. I could you know if if there's two inches of one part of the bedroom of the closet that I did business in, then therefore I should write it off. You know, one of those like I'm really well. I did business on my porch one day, so therefore. I should be able to ride out the porch. You know, I'm kidding, but I, I do try to do that as much as I possibly can. <laughs> like I do do I do do business in the kitchen. Like I'm on the phone and then I move to the living room and then I move upstairs and then I move to the porch. <laughs> Therefore, the whole condo should be a write off. That's how I view it. I don't know why the IRS doesn't think any other way. And I have three well, yeah, computers. They have a little room. different take. But. <laughs> right. No, I know. I'm just kidding. 
Just want to let people know if you want to go check out Diane right now, text coach for you, the numeral four, text coach for you. So let's continue this conversation. And I had to ask this question first. What is a Quilly Award? A Quilly Award is an award I got for the book I actually did with Dan Kennedy. Okay. Uh, that was a multi-authored book. And that award was given out um, at a conference. I can't remember what year I did that, five or six years ago. And so oh, okay. I got that award for, for being a part of that book. Okay, guys. I mean, a Quilly. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. A Quilly. A Quilly. Okay. All right. So moving on. Okay. So I just asked you the number one biggest mistake, you know, entrepreneurs, small business owners make, which is planning, which is kind of esoteric. And it's fine. There's a lot in there in that conversation called planning. But what is like a, a number one thing you always see when you do an overview of inventory? If you haven't taken them on as a client. What do you always see? Like the number one thing you always see they, they're doing incorrectly? Well, probably the biggest thing that I see after yeah. the lack of planning is potentially incorrect entity type or a business who has outgrown their entity type. Because okay. the entity type that you start business in isn't necessarily the one that you will want to stay in as you start hitting more the growth and then the maturity phases of your business. Oh, that's what happened to me, right? So completely. That's interesting you said that. I mean, I was went through a massive bankruptcy and people always say, well, you should have gone through business bankruptcy it was because I was structured incorrectly. And so I went through personal, right? And so I thought, okay, next time I'm going to do it right. I went to get a lawyer and did the whole thing correctly and thought it through. And then boom, I made the wrong mistake again, which is I got the wrong CPA this time. So it's like, it's this constant game. I think that I, I'm very proud to be in America, very proud to be here as an entrepreneur. But I think at the same time, there's this constant game that you have to learn this whole new game, literally like a whole new game of, you know, entity and taxes and stuff like that to be able to be successful. So with that said, and not going to politics, but, you know, as someone who's in the field, what's your take on, we're talking, by the way, just recently, the new election of Donald Trump. And now this is going to be coming out in January. So it's not really on the forefront of anyone's mind. But the whole thing of like, well, I can't release my tax returns because of an audit. First of all, with that, what do you what do you think of that? Is that true? I don't even know if that's true. But two, does it really matter what someone's tax returns are to be president? I don't think so. But what's your take I, as, a, as a tax coach? Yeah, I really don't think it should matter what his tax returns say. I do believe that he can't release them as long as he's in the middle of the audit. Yeah, um, I believe that is correct. And as far as him taking advantages of some huge losses that he had and rolling them forward for several years till they were paid for, that's a totally legitimate strategy that we all do. Yeah. Anytime a client's got a loss, if we can roll it either back or forward, whichever is going to give them the best bang for their buck, then that's what we're going to do. Yeah. Um, totally legitimate strategies. And I'm sure he has surrounded himself with very high quality, sophisticated tax planners who will help him harvest any loss that's that's available out there as you know other small businesses like yourself you can't afford to you know to surround yourself with the type of people he's got right. but you can definitely afford to surround yourself with people who know more than you do in areas that you know that all of us have have difficulties with i know myself i'm not a real techie person so i have a couple good vAs who handle that stuff for me because if you waited for me to do it, it either wouldn't get done or it would get done very badly. Right. And so that's just part of, I think, being in business is making sure that we're taking advantage of other people's strengths and their knowledge. Right. No, that's true. So that, yeah. That's really true. And so as far as, because we're, you know, we're, people listening to the win and they're small business owners, 
So what can they start doing now? Because I have a, here's my, my question on the theory. I've been told you got to get an accountant and then you got to get a bookkeeper and they got to be separate, right? Or I, 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 I'm like I said, I'm right now in the middle of, I mean, I'm in the, I'm in the middle of this process. I'm not kidding. I put it out there. I'm looking for a new CPA and new bookkeeper. I have interviewed like seven bookkeepers. I have interviewed like five or six CPAs, which is, let me just say for the, for the life of it, it's not very fun to interview. <laughs> what do you say to people? Hello, you're a bookkeeper. What do you do for a living? You know, okay, tell me about yourself. Okay. I look at QuickBooks all day. You know what I mean? Like it's not my, I mean, so it's hard for me to get a philo- like, well, tell me about your philosophy. And they're like, well, I do people's bookkeeping. Be the boss of your life. You're listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood. Are you over 45, 60? Are you relying on the traditional medical field to help you feel great and get you back to a balanced body? Good luck with that. At e2lab.com, Dr. Don Salio got sick of people complaining about bloating, inflammation, and feeling sluggish. He has created unique, potent, and powerful non-pharmaceutical supplements to help the body rebalance, detox, and get back to being healthy. Go to e2lab.com, getting you back to healthy and balanced. Be the boss of your life. You're listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood. So how, you know, how can people, how can me as, as a small business owner and, and, and anyone entrepreneur, how can we start the year off right 2017? So we're not paying more taxes on any level. Should we get the same bookkeeper as a CPA? I mean, should we cross those some PPAs to bookkeepers? Should we separate that out? Should we uncollapse that? What do you suggest? In my office, we, we offer it all. I actually run two businesses out of one building and one is my traditional compliance related accounting firm where we do the bookkeeping, the payroll, the income tax preparation, and then the other businesses, my, my um, tax coach for you business, where we do tax planning. And it's all under one roof. And so that way, we, the left hand knows what the right hand's doing, because as I'm laying out a tax plan for my clients, then my bookkeeping staff is setting up the payroll, they're setting up the ID numbers, they're making sure that uh, once we've got the retirement plan set up, that the contributions are being made, they're doing a lot of the compliance piece of it that helps me be able to do a better job with the tax planning. So personally, I like it all under one roof, but you know that may not work for everybody. I like to be able mm-hmm. to see that it's all happening, that somebody didn't drop the ball. Right. And But do you find also some clients come to you and go, I have this bookkeeper I've had forever and mm-hmm. I'm going to be able to work with you and say, I need your help to plan, do more of the planning mm-hmm. and what I call big picture conversation. You know, we want to build out two more offices in the next two years. What does that look like? What are the revenues we need to have that happen? You know, are those yep. the kinds of conversations that we can have, you know, businesses can have with you? Right. Yeah. We see a lot of that. I like to get copies of their QuickBooks backups maybe quarterly so we can see what's going on and stay a part of the loop of what's actually happening with their business and with their planned growth of where they think they're heading. Yeah, that's a big, I mean, you know, I love watching The Profit. People who listen to The Win, they know that I'm a big, huge mm-hmm. The Profit. And, me too. <laughs> you know, I love that guy. He's like the Me best. too. He's one of my favorite shows. He really, he really knows his stuff, right? You know, he's like a Dan Kennedy, you know, like, what are you thinking? Why are you doing that? <laughs> but he always looks at the finances, right? He's always like, let me look at the finances. Let me look at the numbers. But I think what's missing with small entrepreneurs, and you can see in the show, people who've been around for 10 or 15 years or five years, their number one thing they have a hard time with is looking at the numbers in such a way that it's like a a mind map, or they can actually start to make decisions from the numbers. 
I'm sure they've they, heard that before. I've heard right. that before. I've been in a ton of Dan Kenny seminars where they have amazing people come in and talk about that. And it sounds great, right? But I've never had a CPA or let's say tax coach or, you know, someone like that who is literally helping me make decisions from the numbers. Right. right. And I think so many small business owners get emotion in the way. Yeah. It's their baby. They've given their whole life to it. How can it not be successful instead of being able to step back and take that unemotional look that somebody else can take, whether it's a business coach or whether it's a tax coach, whoever it is, but somebody else can take that unemotional look. I know a couple months ago, I had a conversation with my business coach and I was really frustrated because I couldn't seem to meet a particular goal. And she backed me off the ledge basically by having a very unemotional look at my numbers. She goes, well, if you just did this, then that would happen. And I looked at it and went, oh, I couldn't see it because I was too close. Yeah, you're too close. Yeah. Because well, so once baby. we made that little change, you know, we're, we'll be, we're on track for meeting that particular goal. But I had been beating my head against the wall trying to make mm -hmm. that happen and couldn't make it happen. So it's a really good point yeah. that you said that. I think, um, you know, there's a lot of theorists out there and, and coaches out there. I am a marketing coach, so I totally get it. Where there's this conversation of, you know, set your goals and then you'll hit them kind of thing. Right. And yet there's also this, the philosophy of like, if you set your goals and you don't hit them, what do you do when you don't hit them? <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, you're going to beat yourself up over the head over it, and then that doesn't help anything. So no. um, I, I agree with you. And, you know, I know for myself, it's especially after the bankruptcy, I went through a massive bankruptcy foreclosure. I mean, I lost it all. You know, it was kind of like the lawyer said, give me a check for 2500 and this will literally be the last check you ever write and take the money out of the bank and you have cash and that's all you're ever going to have for a while. Like you're done. Right. And it was just like, wow. after that kind of catastrophe and I had people around me, I had a CBA, I had a bookkeeper around me and no one was showing me what was happening. Like no one was showing me the bleed out that was going on. It was just like, well, they were getting paid consistently on their monthly basis. Right. And there was money coming in the door, but no one was really looking at the hard numbers of the stuff that was, that was, that's, that's what happened basically. It's like, there was money being stolen out of the business and I didn't know. And that's wow. what was happening. Right. And then it kind of all just blew up. Right. And, and whatnot. So it's, it's one of those hard lessons that entrepreneurs still, I mean, I still have a hard time looking at my numbers. It's like looking underneath the dress or something like don't look in the closet, <laughs> right? Like, don't look under the dress and don't look in the closet. Let's not open. No, don't open the closet. No, really don't open the closet. It's one of those hard things. How do you help business owners emotionally go through that when you're looking at the numbers? That's always a, a tough, a tough and a touchy area because depending if the business is doing well or not, if they're not doing well at all, it's really hard sometimes to get that owner to, to actually, you know, track along with you when you're talking about where they're going with their numbers. In fact, we've got a client that one of my bookkeepers and I are going to be sitting down and talking to him and telling him that he's, he's been trying to expand very rapidly and it's killing him financially. He's, he's not able to pay his bills and, it's just killing him. And we've had the phone conversation with him a few times that, you know what, let's, why don't you cut back down to where you were a couple of years ago and get solid again? 
before mm-hmm. you take off and start trying to grow like you've been trying to grow. And he's not wanting us to have that conversation with him face to face. Right. You know, you know, it reminds me of one of the prophets. I don't know if you saw this one, but there was a single woman. She had two pie shops in California. And this one was the major one. Like she built it from her baby. And then because she was successful, she decided to go across town and like do this other one that was totally random. And he didn't even know about it. And he gets in there, the other one and he starts looking at the numbers. He goes, you do know that this one is, is bleeding you like some number. Like it was 25 grand a month or something, right? Yeah. And he's yeah. like, no, we're closing this. And she just, I mean, it was massive emotional, yeah. right? She lost yeah. it. And she was upset. And she threw into tears and in the bathroom, she went to the bathroom. And then I just remember this line because it was a female and, you know, Marcus is a male. I just remember this line so well because it was so, I understood the hurt. You know, she was like, it's my baby, you know? And he said, as she comes out of the bathroom, and she, her tears are kind of dried up. She's like, okay, we'll close it, you know? He said, just think of it this way. You're getting rid of a boyfriend who's been taking $25,000 a month yeah. from you, you know, or something. And right, it was like, right. that makes sense. You know, like you're just yep. getting rid of, you're breaking up with a boyfriend who's been stealing from you. Just think of it that way. And she, it starts, that way. Yep. Right? And she started laughing and like, you know, they moved mm-hmm. on. And then she was in the black again in her business because that one, that particular location was bleeding her. Right. And so do you have those kinds of conversations with, are, are you willing to have those conversations with your yes. clients? Yeah, I've had a few of them, not too many over the years, but there's been a few. We've actually had to say, you know, if you would do this, this is what it would do, or this is the amount of stress that will relieve off of your shoulders because they're just about, you know, barely able to sludge their way through life. The stress has gotten so bad to them right. and they can't make a good decision at that point in time. They're too beat down. Yeah. But if we can look at it as an outsider and have that conversation with them or on uh, flip side, I have a business who you know is doing really well and they start talking about wanting to expand across town, across state, whatever it might be, mm-hmm. and sometimes slowing them down a little bit. It's like, wait a minute, have we thought this out? Right now, you, know, you finally have gotten to the point where you can breathe. Right. You know, is this really the best time to take off and go grab a second location? <laughs> right. Because right. you're just barely got where you can breathe right. again. And, you know, you've got your life back a little bit. Maybe we ought to stay put here and be happy with this for a little while, get you healthy again because of what I know that they've gone through to get there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, those are some really tough conversations that, that you have to have with clients sometimes. Yeah. And I find that, and again, this is generalizing, generalizing that a lot of accountants, I'm going to use that word broadly for a second, don't want to have those conversations. They're just looking at the numbers. And there's like no judgment, like, okay, blah, 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 blah. You're bleeding money. You're not bleeding money here. But they don't look at it as a holistic situation of like, okay, let's go this whole thing. Okay, you're bleeding here. You're not bleeding here. If you let go of this, you won't be bleeding altogether. And this would, you know, more of a, a holistical conversation, right? It's, well, what do you think of that? Part, yeah, part of that might go back to what type of services did you engage them to provide for you? Because there's different levels of engagement. There's the engagement level of just doing your bookkeeping and they hand you off the reports and they're done. That's what you've asked them to do. Then there's engagement levels where you want a little more advisory type services and advice. If you flip that over into the tax world, there's the engagement of just preparing your tax return. That's all you've asked them to do. That's what they did. They're done. The next uh, level up would be preparing tax projections and things for you. So that's a separate engagement. And then tax planning is a completely different engagement. So I think sometimes those lines get muddied between 
what type of services did I engage them for versus what do I think I engaged them for? Be the boss of your life. You're listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood. Are you a business owner that has a website but not tech savvy? Do you feel like a hostage to your web guy? The better question is, do you have a money funnel so people come to your page and give you money while you sleep? No? Then go watch free video at heathermakesyoumoney.com. Imagine having a money site, not a website, for your self-published book, e-commerce products, local practitioners like chiropractors or lawyers. Get a money site, not a website. Go watch free video at heathermakesyoumoney.com. Be the boss of your life. You're listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood. For me, if I'm hiring somebody as my CPA to do my taxes, I assume they're going to give me advice. But I'm learning that that's not the case. It's like, here's your numbers. And then I'm over there like, why do I got this $5,000 tax bill? They're like, I don't know. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you do the numbers. <laughs> well, yeah, but I don't, doesn't mean I don't understand what's going on with your business. And I'm like, what? You know, yeah, so, I just put your numbers where they needed to go. Right. right. I just, yeah. That and see, that was, I just got recently, that's the one I, that I fired because that's what I finally realized was like, she just takes the numbers. She or he took the numbers and then put them in the, like the boxes and then sent me a bill. And then, then I sent the IRS the money. Right. And it was kind right. of this weird, like, why are you not looking at this? If I went to the doctor now, nowadays I can't say anymore, but if you went to a good doctor and my left arm hurts. They would look also at everything. Well, maybe it's the neck. It's not the arm. You know, what, what's going on with your head? You know, a chiropractor looks a holistic versus like, well, let's put, give it a, give you a pill to numb the pain on your arm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just covering it up. It's not handling the situation. And so I always thought I was getting somebody who was going to help handle the situation for me or at least explain it to me so I could handle it. But tell me those three levels again so people could hear it because maybe they just learned something there too. Well, in the tax world, yeah. you have tax preparation is one engagement. Tax projection would be a separate engagement. And a tax projection is where your tax preparer, your accountant sits down with you once, maybe twice a year, and will project out where we think we're going to be by the end of the year. And then maybe we need to adjust some estimated payments, or maybe there's some conversation about some small things that you could do to save some money here and there. And then a different, completely different engagement is tax planning, where you actually are laying out a customized plan that we're going to follow for the next three to five years, and then checking in with you periodically on how is our plan going? Are we fulfilling the things that need to be done? Is everything happening? Are the I's dotted and the T's crossed, basically? So three completely different engagements. Well, I've never known that. I just learned something completely. I hope you guys learned that too, because I had no idea. Uh, maybe you're like me. You hire a CPA and you figure like all that comes into one. <laughs> you never thought there's a completely different... Let's just be honest. When you say engagement, that's a new level of an agreement, aka new price, right? New... Potential, yes. Yeah, potential yeah. new price with that. Let's just ask you. Let's turn it on you. So what part of those three tiers do you work with on clients? We do all. Okay. We have some clients that all we do is just their tax return. I've got a bunch of clients that we've been frantically preparing tax projections and stuff for them for the last month or so, because as we're recording, this is uh, late fall, early winter, You know, yeah. working on lots of tax projections, lots of QuickBooks cleanup, so we can kind of see where they're going to be, coming up with a couple ideas on things that would help them. And then I have my whole tax planning group of clientele where we're doing some in-depth analysis, we're looking at their entity types, we're looking at retirement planning, 
we're looking at making sure they've maximized their home office deduction or that they've really maximized their auto expense with their miles or their meals and entertainment deduction. Or maybe we're looking at, is it time to hire some, a couple of the kids to work in the business? Uh, maybe we're doing some college planning strategies, or maybe we're supporting a parent of some sort. And maybe we can find a way for that parent to work in the business and be able to write that money off through your business that we've always been spending just as an after-tax deduction. So there's a whole lot of things that go into the actual tax planning part of it that is over and above just looking at what's maybe in your QuickBooks or on your tax return. Interesting. So someone wants someone wants to really understand what their business is going on. They'd say, "I want to, I want to engage with you as more of a tax planner, right?" And that'd be right, a different kind yeah. of engagement, and it'd be a different kind of conversation. Well, awesome. Well, you got some great books here. Stop overpaying your taxes: Eleven Ways Entrepreneurs Overpay and How to Stop It Now. And a couple of the ones, 10 most expensive tax mistakes that cost you thousands. So I absolutely love that. Where can they find you? Is there anything, a free gift that you want to give us? Or just where can they find you if they want to engage? Best place is to go out to www.taxcoachforyou.com. And we do give away copies of our books. We've got several niche versions of the 10 most expensive tax mistakes books. And you can get a free copy. We just ask that they help cover the shipping and handling on it. We like to do that free tax analysis. I think I mentioned earlier in the interview where somebody will just send us their last two years tax returns. We'll take a look at them, hop on either phone or Skype, have a maybe a 30 minute conversation and see if we can find some tax savings for you. Because most of the time we can, not always, because I do occasionally I'll get somebody to send in their tax returns and they're losing money on their business. And it's like, okay, I can't save you money there. But you know, generally, if they're self-employed, we can always find something. Sometimes it's small, but sometimes it's really big. Like to just help people wherever we can. Awesome. It's always that those two inches in the closet you didn't write off, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. This has been a very, very helpful. Uh, so go check out Diane at her website. And again, that website is www.taxcoach4, the numeral 4, U-Y-O-U.com. Go check her out. Everyone, this is Heather Havenwood with The Win. Again, just make sure you check out our sponsors at heatherhavenwood.com forward slash Mobit. Mobit helps you connect with your clients on different ways. And how you do that, you want to check out their service. You can check out heatherhavenwood.com forward slash Mobit, M-O-B-I-T, as well as you can text the word sexy to 72,000 and you can get my free audiobook for free. You can check out how that service works. Check out our sponsors and thank you for joining us on The Win with Heather Havenwood. Welcome to another edition of Heather Highlight. Here at The Win, I get to ask the experts about themselves, their stories, their views. And in this Heather Highlight, I am interviewed and probed about my story, successes and failures. So enjoy. I'm more into marketing. I don't consider myself really into tech, right? So I was more into how do you take a product or service and market it in this new medium called online, right? So I consider myself a direct response marketer. And then online is just one channel. So that's kind of how I got started in the business. I mean, that's awesome. And I love thinking back to there. I mean, as you're, you're talking about this, I'm remembering like my web browser was called Links. I yeah. mean, there wasn't like pictures on it. And I think like this is really important for people to understand. I mean, this whole idea of the Internet, even Google at that point, the only people that used Google were IT nerds that were looking to fix code back and forth with each other. Right. And mm -hmm. so like all of these things that we have access to now are huge, like time savers and they feel overwhelming i think when people are coming on but back then i mean the internet really was nothing and that was a heather highlight for the entire interview check out the link in the show notes 
Thank you for listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood. Interested in coaching with Heather? Go to heatherhavenwood.com and sign up for a business discovery consultation. Here is your free gift for listening. Get three audio chapters of Heather's book, Sexy Boss, How Women Empowerment is Changing the Rulebook, when you text the word sexy to 7200. Again, text the word sexy, that is S-E-X-Y, to 7200 and receive your three audiobook chapters. Number is good only in North America. This is a sexy boss rap. This podcast is a copyright of Havenwood Worldwide, LLC.